I couldn't give a fuck whether you like it or not. I'm going to say it. If I've got something to say, it's not about gaming the system, building a personal brand. It's just I've got I've got something to say. From GoFounder, it's business knobs. Why is it called business knobs? You might ask. Well, there might well be a few knobs on the podcast, me being one of them. But what it stands for is business, no bullshit. This podcast series is all about the trials, tribulations and occasional successes of starting and growing a business without the Hollywood filter. I'm Eddie Whittingham and today I'm going to throw all podcast conventions out the window because we've got on the show someone who's already been on and it's by his own request that he came back. Remember the first episode where Dan Kelsall and I talked frankly about how starting and running our own businesses had an effect on our mental health? Well, in this episode, I'm pleased to welcome Dan back, where we talk about all things investment related, with the usual brutal honesty. That's why it's so fucking difficult. It's just being as creative as you can to create, to, to, to figure stuff out. It's just one big figuring out period. But I don't think you do that or you go through the same process if you've got a fucking shitload of someone else's cash in the bank. No. I've known Dan since we were both on a business accelerator program together. At the time, he was running a business called Vonkel, where he'd successfully taken on investment. I remember when I first started out that I was almost in awe of people who had investment. In fact, the business accelerator program we were on placed this weird godlike attachment to the whole idea of getting investment. How often do you see posts, right, on LinkedIn with a fucking shit ton of uh, engagement on them with people, you know, clapping them in because they've, they've raised a second round of investment, yeah. right? But you rarely see posts where it's like, you know, this is how much we've made this year and this much was profit. Yeah. And everyone claps them in. But as my business matured, for which I hadn't taken on any investment, I started to see through the cracks. Throughout the whole startup community, there seems to be, there still is, a strange obsession with getting investment, as if that in itself is a mark of success. You'll see it lauded over in the local papers too, X company has got Y investment, yet there's little fanfare around those quietly building profitable businesses. And here's the interesting bit. After selling my business, Dan and I actually discussed investment in his offended marketing. And as much as I wanted to get involved, because quite frankly, I knew it was going to take off, I know down personally, and I told him he didn't need it. So today we're catching up about that very topic of investment, the idea of investment, the weird obsession with it, and whether Dan did need it after all. We jump into this episode where I've just asked Dan why he was so keen to come back onto the podcast. To be honest, mate, I'm just getting a bit... I was getting a bit fucked off the other day with, with all these kind of different startups and the way that they, uh, nobody seems to make a profit anymore. Everyone's just getting investment from, from people who just seem to be chucking money at, at, you know, busted flushes and fucking shit ideas. Yeah, shit ideas, mate. So I, I just thought, you know what? Who's the man with the platform to back uh, and rant on? Yeah. Uh, it's Ed. This is it. Yeah, that was it. Business knobs. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good topic to talk about because there's tons yeah. of it. There'll probably be bits we've even been guilty of previously ourselves as well, but no one addresses it or talks about it, it seems. It seems to be a, a thing that's kind of accepted. So, you know, there's loads of shit businesses out there yep. that are getting investment that shouldn't be getting. So there's a couple of problems. People asking for investment when they don't need it, and there's yep. also people giving them money yep. when they don't need it. But there's also an unhealthy obsession with chasing investment. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, we, it's not new. It's been going on for ages. 
But what I don't get, it just seems like the, the, the whole kind of um, simplicity of, of, of building a business, and, and by simplicity, I mean just, just, just the whole, the things that actually matter. I don't mean it's fucking simple to, to build a business, it's not. Um, but the, the, that seems to have gone out the window. Um, whereas I, I was chatting, chatting to, to, to Dean on my business back the other day, and we were saying the, the, the same thing. We were, we were saying basically, like, we seem to be doing well because we don't, we don't know that much about business. All we know is you've got to make more money than you spend. I completely agree. And that, that's why it works. So it means we get a decent cash buffer. Our cash flow is good. As long as your cash flow is good, as long as you, you're making more money than you spend and you've got a bit of money in the bank in case you have a shit month, that's the basics of business, surely. Well, 100%. So my, when I started, my old man it, it, is not in business himself. He works as a salesperson. Um, but he his classic advice, which is bang true, was always, it's not what you tech, it's what you make. Yeah. And it's true, but 100%, I see loads of businesses, they're driving after revenue, not yeah. profit, yeah. or they're actually not even asked about revenue or profit even. They're actually driving for investment. So their yeah, yeah, sole yeah, focus yeah. is, where's the next round coming when's from? Where's the next round coming from? Exactly, which is fucking, it's, to me, it's absolutely mental. Of course um, it is. But what I don't get, they almost seem like a lot of these, these tech startups, there's a few I know in Manchester, right? And this isn't, isn't slagging them off. No, in fact, it's like, it probably is, yeah. <laughs> Here we but, go. Uh, but they, they, they seem to just have, have survived for the last 10 years on investment, mm-hmm. right? There, there, there's, there's, I know of 10-year-old year startups that are, make, are making as much a year as we're making now, mm-hmm. right? We're a year in. And right? they're probably not profitable yet. Or there, there, there's no profit. No, no, they, mate, they've got, they've got, go like, you know, they've got a fucking teams of 20, 30, right? And somebody keeps putting money into that, right? It just seems like a fucking big Ponzi scheme. I don't know, I don't, I don't know how they're doing it, right? Because the, the one thing that they're brilliant at, right, they're at the actual fucking magicians is yeah fundraising, which well, is then, which is which well, is mad. That, that maybe that's the business they should go into. Yeah, just, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I see, we, yeah. we've we've seen. It. I mean, we we first met in a in an incubator in in Manchester, and it, I saw loads of people just chasing investment, and and I still see it now, and I don't get it. Like I started off, and it was a shit idea when I first started. It was like corporate investigation work. I was selling my time, doing reports at 120 quid plus VAT. And the reports were taking me like three hours and it was just stupid. Yeah, yeah. But at least I at least I knew, right, well if I allocate X amount of time, it's gonna return Y. Mm. I knew how much I needed to make to make money basically. And that was a basic principle. Yeah. But it's I think it's easy to go after investment because you are living in denial longer about your business either working or not working. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like I say, you you, you remove the risk, right? It's someone else. Someone else, yeah. Why do you give a fuck? Um, I mean, it just but I tell you what's weird as well is how much raising investment is applauded. Yeah, in, mate. In, in the business community, like how often do you see posts right on LinkedIn with a fucking shit ton of uh, engagement on them, and people you know clapping them in because they've they've raised a second round of investment, yeah. right? But you rarely see posts where it's like, you know, this is how much we've made this year and this much was profit. Yeah, and everyone claps them in. Then it just doesn't happen. Not sexy though, because investment numbers are sexy, aren't they? Yeah, it's fucking big. Yeah, because yeah, they're massive. Well, it, but, but but that's not what it's about. Surely, it's not, I mean, we 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 kind of, you know, we, we, when we first started this, and and even like six months ago, we, we had a few ideas, and we thought we'll go and try and get loans. Couldn't get them, yeah, because me and Dino don't have much credit history between us, um, and it's a new business, um, so people weren't going to take a risk with us. So we thought well, we'll go down the investment route, um, but number one, the percentage that people want is ridiculous. Well, we even um, had a chat, didn't we? And we had a, we had a chat, and you were like, mate, you don't need it. What the fuck are you doing? And you were right. And now, you know, by keeping our profit margins high, we've ended up with a decent ca- cash buffer, uh, buffer, which and is... And I talked myself out of good investment there. 
Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, exactly. So, but but I, I just I, I cannot get my head around why why that's become the the, the main thing. And the also, benchmark like, for success almost yeah, isn't well, it? The startup and all of that was fucking. You know, they were they were making about three hundred grand a year, and they were telling investors and potential buyers that they're going to be worth fucking thirty million two years. What fucking plan are you on? How? So I think the people go after investment on the basis that they think that's a necessity in order to build a successful business. Yeah, yeah. And to some extent, that's true. If you're building the next Facebook, mm. you're, you're probably going to need investment. Yeah. You're not going right, to, let's just get it straight. You're not going to build the Correct. next Facebook. Correct. You, no one is. Yeah. Right. It, it depends what sort of business you're trying to build. I, I think there's a stage when you need investment. And that's a stage where I was getting at with the Defence Works where we, we had good turnover. <laughs> Obviously, we was already kind of acquisition ready clearly because we, we got acquired but to get over that next to get to that next level we would have had to have some investment yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's that was an established business four years yeah. in that's completely different to a startup completely different so it is a good example so i i frequently since since selling i frequently will spend time at my own day you know before work after work kind of working hours yeah. i'll take calls yeah. um so I spoke to somebody, reached out on LinkedIn, wanted to chat about investment. So I said, yeah, cool, no worries, I'll have a chat. So he pitched his idea to me, and it, I hope you don't mind me sharing this story, but pitched the idea to me, and he said, yeah, I'm going to need investment. And I was like, right, okay. He says, I've done my research, yeah. which normally means I've, I've really not fucking done any research, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to need half a million pounds right. to get this live. Right. Wow. And I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Finger in the air stuff. How how on earth have you come to that figure of five hundred thousand yeah. pounds? And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna need this, 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 this platform. If I do it, it's gonna be this the next big thing." Well, yeah, we all think <coughs> it's gonna be the next big thing. Mm. But on the call, I said, "Look, I know full well you don't need that money because I've done that mistake, and it's not. I'm not slating you. I'm not having a go at you. But yeah, I've been yeah. there, done it." I went and spoke to an investor. I asked for 200 grand. He pretty much laughed me out of the meeting um, because I didn't know what I needed it for. But then during that call, while I was actually chatting to him, I was on my laptop and I found some software that he could buy, and I kid you not, for $59, yeah. and it would at least be his MVP, his minimum viable product, to get him up and running, to test it, get some money coming in. Yeah. And then he could have even maybe then thought about investment. But mm. he'd come and said, I need half a million quid. And I found him something that would work for $59. I dare say he might not have taken that on board yeah. because it sounds ridiculous, because it yeah. is ridiculous, but it's true. You don't need that money. Yeah, but I wonder how much of it, though, is, is just people aren't prepared to work hard. Correct. Because like, that first year, year of business is fucking nuts, right? The yeah. first year of Offended, when I was building Offended before I had anyone, it was just, it was I was charging about 300 quid a month, right? Doing a shit ton of content, and about 1,000 clients, Barely sleeping, yeah. but that's because I had to build trust in the market and I had to work my ass off. And now we charge, you know, kind of mid-range agency fees. But it's been a while building up to that. Yeah. And I just wonder whether half of it's just people think I've got a good idea, you know, but I want to be on a good wage. I've got a lifestyle. I've got a fucking, you know, a well, work on finance to pay for. This is what gets right. on my tip. So you, the people who take investment and then they're paying themselves good money. Yeah, it's, that's fucking bonkers as well. You of course it is. You can't, in the first year of business, be on 60 grand a year. That, if you're doing that, you're a, an absolute fucking... Tool, that Because you're also... Yeah. You, but you're also robbing Peter to pay Paul there because you are limiting your own chances of success yeah. because you're taking money out of the business that doesn't need to be taken out. Yeah. You might have your own personal circumstances which need to earn income, but... Yeah. Well... Yeah. 
you, you need to have your own risk attached to it. Otherwise, 100%. you know, I, 100%. someone gives me half a million pounds to start a new business, I'll start paying myself 100, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it, if it dies in five years, well, thanks, I've had yeah. five years of living like a king, Anna. Yeah, it's fucking, it's absolutely mental. I mean, the, the, just, you know, if, if, you, if you've got a really nice lifestyle now, right, and you've, you know, you've got this really nice car and finance, you've got your mortgage, you've got all these things to pay for, you know, you like going out on a weekend and all the rest of it, you've got this amazing business idea, but you don't want to give it your lifestyle. Sorry, but you don't start a fucking business. Correct. Don't start one. Yeah. Fuck off and stay in your job, your nice little comfy job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and and that's absolutely bang on. When I first started, like I was doing those reports, 120 quid, it was absolute garbage. Um, but we were just basically living off my missus's wage. Yeah. So I'm sure there's people now who sort of say, yeah, well, you've done all right, Eddie, so you, you can say these things. But looking back, people will have been, probably people I know, will have been laughing their tits off at me, leaving... A, the legal industry to go start my business at the time in corporate investigation. So fucking hell, have you seen Eddie? He's just studied however many years, got him that much debt to go to law school, then fuck it off mm. to go into corporate investigation work. Mm. What a dickhead. Mm. But they didn't see the, that, that time where we were living just off my missus wage. We didn't have money. We weren't going out. We were yeah. going out with, you know, eight quid in our pocket to the weather spoons to have a couple of pints each and come home because, yeah, yeah. but that was it. But we were happy doing that. But then, even when I started what was BFPP, then the defence works. My first deal, monthly deal, is 15 quid a month. Yeah, yeah, 15 yeah, quid. Yeah, yeah. Average yeah. deal size towards yeah. the end was more like two grand. Yeah. Well, two grand a year, it's sorry. A learning, it's a learning curve. Of course you it take is. what you can get. Correct. And you have you learn on the job, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's part of it, which I think people who get investment think they can skip learning on the job mm. because the investment will pay to bring all this expertise in. Yeah. To help them skip that's that, and you can't. Well, it's mental, and you, and you see it. And well, we were talking about this the other day. And if you've got a startup, right, and you are starting right at the start, and you've got this new idea, and you get a shitload of investment, and you start bringing experienced bods in from the corporate world, like you know, such and such a body's a fucking chief finance financial officer from what's a place. You've got fucking you know this big market director from another place, and they're coming in. These guys generally, if they worked in corporates, have never built a startup from scratch. Right. There's a lot, of, a lot of difference between, especially in like the marketing game, for instance. Yeah, you can be the biggest marketing director on the fucking planet for the biggest brand on the planet but if you've never marketed a startup if you from weren't scratch there, and built a correct. brand from scratch you're not the right man no. for the job or woman for the job there's no point me hiring marketing director coca-cola to coming out current marketing director coca-cola to come out and me build gofounder be able to do it what you need is the person who helped start it back in the day do you know what i mean it's, exactly. it's, you need the people who've got the experience that's why, that's why often, more often than not as well there's different you know there's acquisitions and things and, and, yeah. and they replace teams and there's different squads they're completely different, different squad that starts the business correct at different stages the, the corporate squad well it's like me with the defense work so had i have carried <clears throat> on and not been acquired i would have needed some a different type of help in the business yeah, yeah, yeah. than what i was capable of because yeah. i'm capable of taking a business from from an idea through conception and building yeah, yeah. that, but to take it from from a sort of a, like a, a semi-established startup yeah. to then you know turning over ten million, that's a different ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, um, obviously you can learn, and I'd have learned along the way. Yeah, but it's a different ball game. It is, and also it's a different type of person as well. I'm, I'm not sure I'd enjoy that. I've, well, I'm not going to fit in a corporate environment. It doesn't matter, doesn't what? matter what you do. My, imagine me sat at the top, yeah. of CEO of the fucking twenty. I'd get booted out straight. Imagine away. the lawsuits. Yeah, I'd, I'd be fired in a week. <laughs> yeah, um, but but it's a different type of person. You, you you and I wouldn't enjoy that. 
Mm. And I, the challenges aren't my sort of challenges. I like building stuff from scratch. I like being able to figure out new ideas. And that's me. You know, it, it, no matter how far offended goes, you know, we, we're either going to get acquired mm-hmm. or, you know, if offended became big and a big corporate kind of agency, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Because yep. I, I just don't see that environment. Not, I'm not yeah, comfortable yeah. with that. Um, but it's just money, money makes people make daft decisions. And we know how easy it is. The more you've got, the more you spend. Everybody, knows, everybody knows that. Uh, and and especially the more it should actually the saying should be the more of somebody else's money you've got the more you spend because if you'll flush it down the drain because you sure. don't understand the value of it and you don't really give a shit about it as much as you well, would if it's yours. I mentioned this on the podcast before, but for me, I, I went and spoke to someone to try and get investment, and it was definitely uh, yeah I think I need, and I asked for two hundred grand. Mm. Now, I know that is a ludicrous thing to ask for. Now I didn't at the time. I was yeah. convinced I needed that money to do X, Y, and Z, but. Yeah. Lo and behold, I got knocked back for it. It made me think again. And then I ended up building what I would have probably spent 200 grand on mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. and learning about it. And then I knew it inside out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I just look back and think, he must have thought, what a knobhead, yeah. asking for 200 grand. Because yeah. I just was talking out my ass. I didn't know what I was on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's purely because I I thought the money would shortcut the hard work, really, in yeah. hindsight. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. And I was the same, I was really naive. And I think because, you know, we both had existed in the same environment, that kind of start would be accelerator, you know, environment. I kind of thought that I needed it. Mm. And when I went for investment, it was just naivety. Number one, I raised too little for what I was actually trying to do. Um, uh, you know, didn't spend it very wisely because I didn't understand the whole flow. I didn't understand what I was trying to, actually trying to do with this money. I just yeah. got cash and now, right, now I've got to spend it and figure out what the fuck I do. Um. And then on the back of that, because the product wasn't where it needed to be, you know, we, we struggled to raise again. Um, you know, I was going into pitching B- VCs, an idea that really I should be pitching to angels and even they might, might not have taken a punt on it. And it was, and I basically flushed, you know, some guys, you know, it's, it, as much as fault as mine, but I basically flushed some guys' money down the toilet because as much as the idea was good and the idea was strong. And it had yeah, you had the best of intentions. Like yeah, intentions. yeah. But the business was flawed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should have I should have had a working MVP and been at that stage before I had even thought about raising money. Yeah. Is the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you touched upon a point there of not knowing what you were doing with the money. So I'm working on a project at the minute um, where we have tried to build the tech stack ourselves which didn't go particularly well and it was shit. But by going through that entire process, what that's helped us do is really get a better understanding of the whole user journey. And then now, when we've gone to someone to help us with it, we know exactly what we're asking for. We know exactly how it should work. And therefore, not only the cost reduced, but we're going to get definitely what we need out of it, or at least a lot nearer than what we would have done had we have gone on day one and gone, we've got this idea, right? And they'd have had our pants down because that's how it works. Um, so, so by by trying to cut costs early, you get a better understanding of your market because you have to be creative as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course you do. Yeah, of course you do, and that's a big part of it. And I just think you, I just think you're always going to be less creative with someone else's money. Of and the more of it you got, the less creative you're going to be. Um, but, but, but you, you can. We've well, got no you risk, always, have you? Your back's not up against the wall. No, exactly. And sh- but surely the, the the whole thing about being a fucking you know starting a business is is being as creative as you can that, that's why it's so fucking difficult it's just being as creative as you can to create to, to to figure stuff out it's just one big figuring out period but i don't think you do that or you go through the same process if you've got a fucking shitload of someone else's cash in the bank no nah, i don't I work, agree so. no nah, i agree and i have the same mentality no it's not and you need to 
you need to have that thought of shit i can't afford to eat or yeah if i don't do this because it, it's your driver in it like whereas 100%. i'm under no illusions had i've got investment i don't think i'd have ended up selling my business in fact a really good example uh, a competitor of ours mm-hmm. set up around the same time i can't remember exactly when but around the same time yeah. they got investment yeah so so we're in a situation we've got two businesses doing exactly the same thing one with investment mine without yeah, yeah. obviously that person then had to be accountable for their actions and things like that which i didn't have to be yeah. um we ended up kind of obviously building in the same sector obviously given what we did and and i got acquired last year now you'd think logic would dictate that the person who got the investment would be further ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there weren't. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I had to think more creatively and do things differently, yeah, yeah. which is ultimately what led to the acquisition, yeah. um, you know, rather than, for example, them being acquired. Now, mm. don't get me wrong, that, that that company may well go on and get acquired in the future, which, is, which I hope they do. You know, I, I wish them well. But your perception of it would be that they'd have won the race almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's 100%. not always, money doesn't equate to success no. and, and it goes back to our early point of people chase investment like a benchmark of success, which is absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah, it is mental. And you know what as well? I think the, the sooner you, into, I, I honestly think as well, because you were able to go further with your brand, like a lot of, if someone gets investment, you're putting another person into the mix, right? Yeah. And generally that's quite a powerful person. They've got a lot of money. You know, they probably sold a business. They used to be in charge, right? They're gonna, they're gonna, and there'll be certain stipulations of that investment where you, you know, have to kind of fall in line a little bit. You've essentially got a boss, right? And even on an unconscious level, to, to interject, yeah. you're gonna look up to them. Yeah, you are definitely, definitely. Which, which affects what you do. So, you know, if you think about offended, right? The one, one reason we, we were able to do what we do is because we genuinely don't give a fuck. Like, if I want to say something, I'm saying it. I don't give, I don't give a shit. If that's, you know, but imagine if I had investors, old blokes. And I'm, you know, for instance, my last LinkedIn post, slagging off the council online. They're going off their head. Yeah, they would. They're going off their head. I could I couldn't do that. But also that would negatively affect the brand how, because of because of their their influence on, on, on what I'm doing. How freeing is it to not be accountable as well? Oh fucking so I absolutely love it, mate. I I was driven by being accountable to myself. Yeah. If you're not driven by that, you're in the wrong game. Hundred percent. But if you are minded to chase investment, then I think the danger you have there is you're just making a job for yourself. You, you've basically got a boss. You, you, you've got to answer to people. You've got to produce reports. Reports. Fuck, I tell you what, if you don't like spreadsheets, don't get investment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's a, there's, that's one thing that should stop you doing it because I fucking hate numbers. Hate the, be, the best thing I ever did was not get investment. I'm so glad I made 100%. a knob of myself and asked for two. If I'd have asked for 30 grand, I might have, I might have been given it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd have given probably 10 or 20% away of the business. Yeah. Yeah, we which would have made the exit a lot less valuable to me. You know, all that sort of stuff. And it's just yeah. daft. It's weird. Like, like we could get it now. You look at our profit margins now. You look at how much we're making, you know, and how quick we're growing. The, the, you know, we could quite easily get it now. Probably for a decent percentage as well. Yeah. But we'd be fucking stupid to do it. Like you've always said, we'd be fucking stupid to do it. Well, speaking candidly, we had a chat, didn't we, ages ago. Yeah. And I said to you, I'd be willing to get involved in that. Mm. But you don't need someone to get involved in that. No. We don't. Because obviously, don't. yeah. You also Selfish. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you also, you know, kind of went, Selfish. I'd like to invest, but you don't need it. Yeah. And you were right. Exactly. And that, and it, but it's trendy to get investment in it. It is, it is. And it's just, uh, but you know what? I think it's a bit fucking gimpy as well. Yeah. You know, just, 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 you know, work hard. Yeah, you might need investment eventually. Of course, of course. Like you we might, said earlier. A lot yeah. of, bit, yeah. When, when you're taking a company to, to, to a certain level, generally, you know, you will need investment. But, um, 
but honestly, right, right at the start and for the first few years, just fucking suck it up, work hard, make more money than you spend, right, and get enough cash in the bank so that you're fucking supported. Like, it, it, it sounds really simple when you say it like that, but it's not rocket science. The only thing you should be concentrating on is making money. Yeah, like you said yeah. before, you want to, be a, want to be a good fundraiser. Go and be a fucking fundraiser. Yeah, <laughs> like fundraising isn't isn't building a business, in my opinion. No, no, it's not, and it's not. And people need to. <laughs> I think people will say, oh, but I need, I need, I don't know, 30 grand to start the business idea. Mm. And that's probably true if it's a product-based business. You're probably yeah. going to need some. But the question you've got to then ask yourself is, well, how else can you get access to that money? Yeah, get, go and get go, yeah, get get that 30 grand from somewhere else. I mean, look at like, what was Airbnb who sold fucking Obama O's like a cereal? Yeah. Right, with the, 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 the election. And they made, what was it, 20, 30 grand, 30 grand, something like that, to start Airbnb. Like... That that that's what starting a business is. That's what you know, gimpy word entrepreneurship. But that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, so, of course so that, that, yeah, yeah. To figure out and become creative, to find, to be able to find the money that you need to start. It. Don't just go to some old, old rich bloke and go, "I need some money." Correct. Just, to me, like, you're, well, you're going to fail, aren't you? Because that's yeah. that is an easy. That's an yeah. contrary to what people think. That is an easier route than actually doing it the hard way. Yeah, I've made that mistake. Yeah, I've been yeah, there yeah, and no. I fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but but, but never again. You know, we might go for investment one day. Chances are, if I ever get to that stage, I'm probably I'm probably been fired already. Anyway, true. Yeah, <laughs> so. but the, it's like I said, there, isn't it? You know, you might you might do that. You know, you might have another venture later down the line where you do recognise to take it to another level. You're going to need investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to get there, you're going to have to have the drive to do it. And uh, look, I'm sorry if you're paying yourself fifty grand a year of out of an investment. Yeah, out of the investment money, you're probably not going to do it, or you know, you at least need to be measuring your wage against the sales you make or something. But these these startups as well that do it, and we know we know of startups to pay, you know, founders that pay themselves that much, right? Yeah, sorry if we're offended. Yeah, who's, uh, I'm not. Um, <laughs> so, so, but who's signing off on that? Yeah, why is an invest, investor well, the, not looking at those numbers and going, "You paying yourself what?" Uh, I'm in. I'm interested in investing, but if anyone came to me and said. Yeah, I'd like some investment. I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd hear him out, obviously. But if they, yeah. if there was a wage in there, yeah. I'd tell them to fuck off. I honestly would because 100%. not because you don't deserve to get paid. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unless there's an ap- an appetite to yeah. to drive you forward and earn that money, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe maybe I'd possibly consider minimum wage. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, my, mine, mine and Dean's mine and Dean's wages are based on dividends. Yeah. Based on how much profit the, the business makes. If the business is fucked yeah, one month and makes no profit, me and Dean get diddly squat. Perfect. Best way to do it. Best way to do it. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't take money out of my business. I can't I'll have to go back and check, but for a good number of years, like two years at least, uh, in terms of any wage, I think it was eighteen months until I even took basic wage out. So I took, and then I started taking basic wage out, and then there'd be some dividends depending how well the business was doing. But largely for me, the period I was a business owner, I was piss poor. Yeah. It wasn't until I exited that I've now got a bit more money. But the period of actually running the business, I was piss poor because I wasn't taking the money out because I was reinvesting it because there was always like another project to put the money into or risk yeah, it. Yeah. But I found that far more rewarding because you're burning your own money there. So if something doesn't work, it hurts yeah, yeah, because yeah. I could have gone a holiday with that money rather than doing that stupid idea. Yeah. But you learn from it. Yeah, but if yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you know, if you'd give me fifty grand, and I just spunked it all on something yeah. that didn't work. I'd probably shrug my shoulders. But you're a lot, yeah, exactly. You're a lot more cautious with it. When we're doing things, we test it out. Like we're even like we're doing a little merch range now, but we're doing a little run. 
just see what happens. We're not going to go fucking, if I had 20 grand in the bank, I might go, right, we'll stick 10 grand on merch. It'd be stupid. Yeah, you're fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah. Whereas, no, we're just going to test the water a little bit. It's our money. We've got to be careful. We want to keep money in the bank so we keep everyone safe and everyone's jobs are safe. Um, but it's just that different mentality. My mentality in this business compared to my mentality trying to build a tech startup, completely different people. What do you think's changed then to make you, I guess, more mature? Um, not a word that you normally associate with Dan Kelso. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, definitely not, mate. But just, just, just the, the whole environment. When you, when you, it's when you, when you're actually building a business on your own cash and your own time, it's kill or be killed, and it's fucking, it's, it's, it's survival. Yeah. When you're building it on someone else's business, you've got that comfort blanket. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between being brought up. Person, I was going to say, I'm sorry if you're sorry if you're you know upper class, middle class. I'm not. Uh, you're <laughs> not all either, Unfortunately, <laughs> but the, uh, I'm not bitter but, about but, it. You know, if you've got you know if you've got um, it, it's the difference between being brought up in a in a, in a working class environment and getting you you know twatted at school and stuck in the bin all the time, and uh, and, and 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 you know growing up at uh, in, in, a, in a private school or in Eton or whatever, and and you know getting getting patted on the bum and and told you're great all the time and, and, and getting wrapped in cotton wool. It's, it, there's, there's, there's a big difference between those upbringings and, and and one of them, you're going to be more of a cunt. Same with business. Exactly the same with business. And I just think, I just think you, everyone should start off in that, especially in that first year, having to fucking fend for themselves and figure stuff out. Because honestly, you, your, your mentality will be completely different and you'll see money completely differently. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I think it's interesting. So like, obviously... I've done all right in terms of what I did in my business. Yeah. Now, I appreciate I'm, I'm podcasting and things like that, but you won't find me sort of fame hungry. Mm. Um, you're probably not going to find me in MEN about, he's done this, he's done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas how many businesses, for example, in Manchester, have announced, like, we've got this round of fun, we've got that round of fun, and it's, yeah. who, who cares? Yeah, it's vanity, well isn't done. it? You've got someone else's money in your bank account. Yeah. But you're gonna to have to give it back in some way, shape, or form. That's not that. Did, did, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got you've got to give that back. You've got to. Yeah, that's not a good thing. No, so no. Show, 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 show us when you fucking made five times that amount from the from the initial investment, and then should, people should be patting you on the correct. Ass. Not fucking not not just for raising the stuff. No, it's a weird obsession, but the but the media, the startup community laps it up like you said earlier, don't they? Silicon Valley's the, to, to to blame, really. Uh, because it's changed mentality. It's, 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 it's become, like I say, it's become fashionable. Well, to we, do we that. yeah, because we hear trendy. about Airbnb and Facebook Lord and Uber. Rounds, yeah, yeah, it's all but, unicorn but, stuff in it. But none of these guys, none of these guys, did the original fucking. Let's go to an angel investor because I've got an idea and get you know thirty grand start of business, hundred grand start of business. All of these guys, you know, they do Facebook. They're all fucking devs. So they coded, built this platform, then got investment. Airbnb sold some cereal, built a platform, then got investment. Yeah, there's a, the startup community now is all. I've got to get investment to build the business. Well, I no. was what I was reading a statistic the other day, and it was only one percent of startups actually get VC funding or or angel funding. Right. Which so yeah. why are we so obsessed with it yeah. when ninety nine percent of startups yeah. don't need it clearly? Yeah. So if you're trying to raise investment now, basically what we're saying is ninety nine percent of you are wasting your fucking time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bit negative, but it's true. To be honest, but they are. But they are. So it's, someone it's else, someone's got to say it. And negatively because, positive. I'd yeah, call it, yeah, yeah. Because, because it's telling you how it really. And is. we're trying to save you some fucking money because if you do manage to get your business sold for two million quid, you might not need that fucking money, mm. and you've just given away twenty percent of that money to someone else for doing now. Just because you couldn't be asked doing that first year and working your ass yeah. off. I mean, the the other the other problem with raising money as well is that you end up spending 
money on things that aren't necessary for the business right early. I mean, yeah. how many how many startups that we don't know in like the first year or second year, you've got fucking non-exec directors and they're chucking them some cash. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah, get well, some tips them. that. No, you don't. You don't I don't no. care who they are or what they've built before or how good they are. If they're charging you for your advice in your first first couple of years of business and you're chucking money, at, you know, that... that that you've you've got off some other old bloke at them to sit on your board and give you little snippets of advice. You're a fucking moron. I Sorry. think that's no. I agree because I like. I've obviously did what I did, I, and I sometimes think I probably got a bit to give people, but I'd feel like a fucking fraud coming to you and saying, "Dan, I'll happily give you some advice if you yeah. give me a thousand pounds." Yeah, give I feel me mental, like, and I'll come to your board meeting every month, and I'll give you and I'll like, give what? you like little tickles of advice that your dad should give you. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, that's what it feels yeah. like, and it's exactly. like. I'm sure I have got a bit of knowledge that I can help people with, but I'd, I'd feel a fraud trying to flog it yeah. in a way. But Im- imagine the frustration of us having a non-exec director, some big wig who's built a big step. He'd be sat on my board going, right, lads, what's your EBIT there? i go, i got a fucking clue, but we're making a lot of money. The bank account looks pretty flush. Is that is that good enough? Yeah. Like, what? Well, you know. In contrary, we, contrary to modern belief, you don't... Well, let me be careful how I word this. I was going to say you don't need a good handle on your numbers. Bullshit, you do. Oh, you do. You need to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to have a handle on them and know what your outgoings are, yeah. your incomings are. We have a very good accountant who has a handle on that. Correct. Marv. Yeah. Martin Raftery, absolutely brilliant. There you go. He saved our ass a lot of times. Free advertising right yeah, here. There you go, Marv. Have a bit of that, mate. But, th- yeah, that's what you pay an accountant for. So the shit you don't understand, you ask them. You, you know, that, it's not rocket science, like EBITDA. Yeah. That blows most people's mind, minds, yeah. including my own. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to know the ins and outs of that. I need to know how much money we're making, how much money we're spending, when we're going to run out of money, when we're going to need more money, which bits of the business are doing well versus others. Yeah. But my accountant can figure out the other bits, and then I'll meet with him and have a chat with him, and we'll fill in the blanks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or in our case, he'll just do it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're paying for. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that, yeah, isn't it? It's a fucking good job because I mean, Dean can't even pronounce it a bit there. Or spell it. <laughs> or spell it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's that thing of if you get if you get money, you are likely to waste it, are you? 100%. We all do. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, I remember like we, I used to work in recruitment and every time I get fucking, you know, a decent, a decent amount of commission, fucking hell. The, the next weekend was brilliant. The rest of the month, not so much. I'd yeah. somehow spend more money that month than I would on a normal one. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, 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 people get giddy with money. Because people aren't used to seeing big figures, they get giddy with it. And what worries me is when people get so comfortable with chucking around big figures that they, they, they numbers on a page, never understand the, understand the value of it. Yeah, anymore. yeah. It's, it's impossible. And I got guilty of that towards the end of like Defence Works, trying things that, in hindsight, were never going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never going to work. Yeah. But do you know what? At least it was my own money to burn and learn the hard way. I wasn't just wasting some other poor bastard's money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I look, I look at think the things that even with a bit of money and and starting a couple of things up on the side, I've got to be careful not to waste money there because it's so easy just to throw money into stuff that on yeah. shit you don't need. Yeah. But I, and I cringe at some of the stuff I used to put out that you know like uh, images on social media that we made ourselves on Canva that looked absolutely shit. But it didn't matter. No, it doesn't like, I still matter. managed to build a business. I didn't need to hire the best graphic designer or oh, no. a company that's going to do it. You, you, no. you can do so much yourself. It's just yeah. you probably can't be asked. Yeah, you can't be asked, and you can't. And you think everything needs to look perfect. That that kind of chasing perfection is ridiculous as well. If you look 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 at some of the content that we used to do for people, and 
some of the stuff that I used to do for people. Like I was a I was a glorified copywriter trying to figure out how to design and make videos and things like that. And they were all shit, but they did well because the content and the narrative was strong enough. But you look back at it, I'm like, I think fucking hell, it's embarrassing. But you should be looking like, like, like it was it who said it. You should be looking back on your fucking your first business or your first products and being be embarrassed of it. You have to be. Yeah, a hundred percent. But but, but it, it, it's kind of like people are just chasing that perfection. They they think they need the best thing ever, so they get. Well, they think they need to spend to... six months building a platform Correct. before they even get it and live and so then... find out what their audience will actually fucking use it. Well, it's that it's that classic thing. I've I've heard it all the time on uh, on LinkedIn at the moment about you know you need to invest in your brand when you're a startup and and therefore you are going to need investment because to get a really good brand, you do need to spend money. Well, not to get a really good brand, but if you want a fully polished website, a fully polished colour scheme, tone of voice guidelines, the full shebang, you're going to need to spend some coin. Therefore, you're going to need investment. But do you fuck need that when you start? Guess who's telling you that? Oh, it's people who have branding agencies. I know, yeah, I know. You don't need it. Not when you start. You're an absolute bellend. If you're going to spend 10 or 20 grand on a branding exercise when you're starting out, you're a dick. Yeah, you're an idiot. But it's the same with marketing as well. We've had the amount, like, I had a a rant about on LinkedIn the other week because people are coming to me going, you know, um, I've got 10 grand a year to spend on marketing. What can I get from it for it? And and I I tell them what they can get for it. And they're surprised, like, is that it? It's like, you've got to think about it, right? If you're spending 10 grand a year on marketing, you couldn't get a fucking marketing apprentice for that, right? So, what do you think you're going to get from an agency? If you're a startup and all you've got is, 10 grand is not a lot of money for a market budget. If all you've got is 10 grand, figure it out yourself. You'll be so much fucking better. You can do so much more with 10 grand yourself, figuring stuff out, than you can chucking it down the drain with a fucking marketing agency. Right. Everyone should be trying to figure out stuff. Marketing is not rocket science, I'm sorry, but when you get to the stage where you need more expertise and you've got the money in the budget to actually do something properly, that's when you go to an agency, but that's that could be fucking years off. And this is, so I think this is actually a really key point and it's veering off topic slightly, but when you're starting out, you're so naive to this sort of stuff mm. that you fall into these traps. Mm. So you fall into the trap of like a branding agency telling you need a brand when you start out. Do you know yeah. why? Because that person's got loads of likes on LinkedIn. Yeah. So you've got to do it. Yeah. You've got to invest in your personal branding. Yeah. You've got, by all, if you listen to all the bullshit that's out there, before you've even started your business, you're going to need 100 grand. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. bonkers. It you is, just need really to find nice. something dead simple uh, that you can sell yeah. at a profit yeah. and just increase it incrementally yeah. Yeah. and do shit stuff yourself. Mm. It's fine if it's shit. If you're still getting sales, then it doesn't matter that it's shit. And then eventually, when your sales go up, you can invest in the better stuff. And that, it, yeah. There's this obsession to be like a finished article at the start. And I'm guilty of it, right? So I'm building GoFounder at the minute. So GoFounder platform to help people start the business. I'm guilty of it by, I'm trying to probably make it too polished in areas. Mm. The difference there is I've got time and and money as a convenience really to do that. But it's still a mistake. It's still bad business. I'm still wasting money on that. That I shouldn't be doing yeah. So people need to like stop looking to these kind of established brands and also stop listening to these fucking influencers or influencers on LinkedIn because they've got yeah, 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 yeah. however many people liking yeah. them. It's yeah, talking out Because you can think about it. Think about how they started off. Think about how they started off. So they started off and they figured it out for themselves. And now they're telling you that you have to come to them to figure it out. Yeah. No, you fucking figure it out and figure out a way of doing it. Honestly, yeah. it's not rocket science. You, everyone can figure out a way of marketing themselves. It's not rocket science, but uh, you know, eventually you might need expertise. You might need an outsourced yeah, agency course. because you can get someone to. Because it, it, it's more that's more ease. You might need someone to help um, you along with the ideas. Yeah, or some fresh ideas, yeah, exactly, course, and that sort of thing. But you, but you, are, but you need to start. Or everyone should start off at the start, figuring it out for themselves. Everything, everything, because the more you know about stuff, 
the more you know about right, I know a little bit about you know tech, I know a little bit about marketing, I know a little about this. I'm not an expert, but I've done all this in the first start of the year and I got the thing going and I made money. You're going to be so, in so, much, so much of a better position doing that than you are just knowing fuck all, getting someone else's money and just fucking spunking it all over the place. Correct. Yeah, so I, like even in GoFound, right, I'm building out the little modules to basically, it's going to walk you through, but you've got to do everything. So each module is going to take you a bit of time because guess what? You need to know how to do that shit. You need to know... Like, what is a tone of voice? How can you write your own? Where would you even start? You need mm. to have a go at that yourself before yeah. you'll even figure out who the fuck yeah, you yeah. are and what you want to do with it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. There's no point going straight to a branding agency and going, I've got this idea, I want to spend 20 grand on a tone of voice. Because guess what? Your tone of voice is going to be wrong. You, you're not going to know the market. Your branding agency are not as invested in as you are. Mm-hmm. You've got to start small and then come to an agency. Yeah. But that, that flies in convention of what, these LinkedIn influencers and gurus tell you because they're, all, they're, they're trying, trying to peddle something. They're all trying to make money. And, and the thing is what the easiest, the low, low hanging fruit for, for influencers and people selling a, you know, this kind of service led, like, you know, uh, mentorship style stuff is the low hanging fruit is people that are starting off and naive and don't understand. Yeah. So that, that that's why they're making money off those people. And actually those people aren't the people that need it. Yeah. They're the people who should be figuring it out themselves. Correct. Um, and it's, it, it, but again, it's, you know, it's not to slag people off who are doing that. I know that's your business, but people don't need it. People don't need it. They, they've got to figure out their own way of doing things. And that isn't doing things necessarily the way that you do things. I started off trying, you know, trying to do personal branding and figure out pers- people's personal brands for them. And we've moved into, to, to actually, you know, marketing businesses because I realized that the personal brand thing was a bit done to death. And, and, and actually nowadays it's a little bit fucking gimpy, a little bit, you know, sucking yourself off really. I've really struggled with this. So I, in my head, I was like, I need to kind of build my personal brand. And, and I post stuff on LinkedIn because I use LinkedIn a lot. But I don't really like mm. building a personal brand because then all of a sudden, to be a personal brand that's successful in inverted commas, you have got to be a bit of a bell because you've got yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. you've got to say thing that appeals to the mass audience to yeah. get the likes. You've got to... Yeah end everything with do you agree yeah, 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 yeah. it's just it's all like it's like self it's sucking yourself off and i think yeah. obviously you know I'm, I'm 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 guilty of it in terms of building we built a personal brand and we built offended off the back of it but now i'm scrambling to try and get offended bigger because one thing i realize is that i'm not going to fucking sell this thing if it's if it's dan kelso i'm only going to sell offended if offended is miles bigger than i ever I, yeah. I could ever be um, and it's because honestly, as soon as I sell offended, mate, I don't give a fuck about being famous. I'm off living on an island, mate. Yeah. I don't. I, honestly, I don't like people. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? I, I'm not interested in the person. I'm only. I only do this because it makes me money. It's marketing. I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. Um. But that flies in the convention. What everyone's telling at the minute, saying you need to build a personal brand. But I think people are getting that slightly confused with. So there's building a personal brand, which can get get your revenue, which is one thing in it. But you just need to be you. Yeah, don't yeah, need exactly. to build a brand and then yeah. be somebody you're not which yeah. i think is what a lot of these personal yeah. brands tend to and be. unfortunately right if because it because it is just about you know saying how like, that's all i do i say how it is i couldn't give a fuck whether you like it or not i'm going to say it if i've got something to say it's not about gaming the system and building a personal brand it's just i've got i've got something to say uh, and it seems to work um but but you know the problem with the personal branding is and the reason it doesn't work for everyone is because everyone isn't likable We've tried building personal brands with some people and they just can never get there because people don't generally like them. Yeah. 
and it's, not, and it comes through, person. doesn't it? Yeah, it's it cringeworthy. And it's cringy, and you just can't, you can't do it. You yeah. can't do it. It's really, really so. So, you know, we, we, we've 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 kind of veered well away from that now, and realizing that actually, no, we've got to build we've got to build brands. You can use a personal brand in the first instance because it's easier to then lead on to building a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but ultimately, that's a good business, way to it's a good way to get started. Into, yeah. Yeah, 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 but the longevity and the the real value in the business is in the business the brand. brand. Yeah, 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 exactly. 100%. Yeah, but 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Use your personal, yeah, identity yeah. and all that to build. Yeah, that's definitely. a good thing to do in the first year. Of course, it it's is. a good thing to do in the first yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But you don't need someone to tell you how to do that. Generally, yeah, you know, you, you you can you can try and figure that out. You know, like I say, if you've got the personality for it. Um, but that is that's one route to building a brand off the back of it. But if you're a boring bastard, own it. Yeah, be yeah. Be tell me you're boring. Yeah, I'm boring. Although maybe they don't realise that they are. Yeah, not very self-aware. People aren't very self-aware. Because I find I, I post stuff and it <clears throat> try and be pretty straight with stuff I post, but people don't always want to hear that. Mm. Whereas I'm pretty sure if I posted motivational bollocks and, and mm. the fact that someone came into interview and they're two hours late and then the dog had died that morning, but I yeah, hired him because yeah. he had no experience and then they turned out to be the best employee in the world, do you mm. agree? That would do much better. Yeah, but they always do. That, don't yeah. That's just the nature of it. Um, that's just the nature of it. But... I th- I mean, like I say, I'm not saying don't build a personal brand, but just just it, 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 that's just one route to yeah building your own. And I think it works business. particularly well in the early stages. It does. It's more of an early stage thing. If you're still, you know, if you're still, I mean, I, we, there's a very well uh, well known entrepreneur who's all over the place who, you know, a lot of what was built off his the back of his personal brand. But you know, but I don't know what whether it's true or not. But according to reports, he didn't sell what was quite a big business for that much. Really, right. does he make that much? Um, and that's because they've, they've given away probably given away too much equity when they were they were fundraising all the time. Um, and now, as soon as the uh, as soon as the business is sold and gone, it's back to you're doing the whole look at me. That screams you haven't made much money to me because as soon as I sell it, honestly, mate, I ain't gonna be looking saying look at me. I'm gonna be going. <laughs> see you later. You'll still be doing stuff. Check out my yacht. Yeah, I've come up with some other crap. You'll still, be, yeah, you'll I'm, still I'm, be I'm, doing I'm something, wouldn't you? Armor. No, probably Maybe not. Canoe. You'd crash it. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah but I think you know. Seems to me like I'm not. I, you won't find a single piece of PR in the local rag or anything about me no. when I sold the business because I, I didn't give a shit. I didn't. You know, it's my. It's, it's literally my business. Like you sold it. Why do you need to tell everyone else? Correct. Um, I'm doing it. Now, in a way, through the yeah, podcast, well, that's, that's a conversation on your building goal found off the back of it. So, there's the correct, and I feel like I've got a duty to fucking warn people about the idiots that are out there. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell people in a way that I would have liked to hear it, and like you say, yeah, I'm trying to build GoFound off the back of that. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've almost got a responsibility to tell people what it's really like because there's so much shit out there. Mm. They need an alternative voice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not asked about my own. No, no. It's not a vanity project. No, it's a business. No, it's not a vanity project. I mean, honestly, I think, I think the, I think the, the, the thing that drives me is I'm mentally disturbed, mm. and I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy winding people up, yeah, pissing people off. I genuinely get a thrill out of it. Like, it's not a look at me. It's a, haha, look how pissed off you are. Yeah, I've always been like that. That's just me. Uh, it just so happens that I managed to build a brand off the back of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, I suppose the whole, the whole, the whole point that we've been trying to make that entire time is, is. Is you, you, you probably don't need investment right at the start. You probably don't, and you probably shouldn't be chasing for it because things won't work out as well for you nine times out of ten. And you're also going to burn bridges because you'll have pissed off a lot of investors for spunking their money up the wall with a shit idea. Yeah. And don't just chase it because it's popular, because that is what we see in it. It's it's popular to do it. 
but you probably don't need it. That's Dan Kelsall, founder of Offended Marketing. It's so good to see Dan's business going from strength to strength. And yes, I do feel a bit stupid about talking myself out of what looks like it would have been a great investment for me personally. But do you know what? We shouldn't all be out to get what we can get. Sometimes people should just help each other out without an agenda. But maybe that's another topic of conversation for another episode. As honestly, I see so many startups and their founders getting taken advantage of. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can also find out more about how we're helping businesses get started without the BS over at gofounder.com. Once again, a special thanks to Dan Kelsall and of course to you for listening to Business Knobs from GoFounder.